Mills, you can be rest assured your car or truck is in good hands. From the quick oil change to brakes, struts, alternators, and all minor repairs, they'll keep your vehicle running in top shape with quick in and out service. Logan. Done an excellent job out there. All right, uh, a little later on in the program, we're going to talk to Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. We'll do that uh, coming up a little later on. Coming up next, we're going to switch gears, talk some uh, Baylor and college football. We're going to do that with Ricky Thompson, and uh, that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. Fifth-ranked Baylor in action against number 13 Michigan this Sunday in Connecticut. 11.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off, high noon tip-off Sunday. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Dust off those boots, Texas. It's time for the rodeo. The incredible Ram Texas Circuit Finals, presented by Republic Gun Club, is returning to the Extraco Event Center. From December 30th through January 1st, you can watch the best of the best from Texas Circuit battle for the chance to compete at the Ram National Circuit Finals Rodeo. Come experience what everyone else is talking about and purchase your tickets now at extracoeventcenter.com. Aries Building Systems in Troy, a manufacturer of modular buildings, is now hiring for the following positions. Electricians, plumbers, carpenters, framers, painters, junior buyer, forklift material handlers, and purchasing manager. Aries Buildings has full-time positions, great benefits, and a backlog of work. To apply, stop by 1919 Mueller in Troy or email aharris at ariesbuildings.com. Aries Building Systems in Troy. Don't wait. Apply today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. The Lorena Leopards are the Class 3A Division I state football champions. They beat Brock 34 18 for the 200th career win for longtime Lorena head coach Ray Biles. 
The China Spring Cougars take on Gilmer for the Class 4A Division II State Championship at 3 o'clock this afternoon. The 4A Division I title will be decided this morning starting at 11 between Stephenville and Austin LBJ. Tonight at 7, College Station goes up against Katie Pato for the 5A D1 title. Mary Harden-Baylor meets North Central Illinois for the D3 championship tonight in Canton, Ohio. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas beginning with the pregame show at 530. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's Temper Check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor. Talk football with Ricky Thompson, presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. All right, 747, 13 away from me. Welcome back into the program. It is time to talk some football. We welcome into the program Ricky Thompson from the Baylor Radio Network and Alliance Bank Central Texas. Ricky, first of all, you can tell that I'm uh, not normally the guy that runs all these controls. So uh, <laughs> we're just Ward's. I'm Ward, glad he's not flying the plane right now. <laughs> Ward is in, uh, is in Canton, Ohio, getting ready for UMHB in the national championship game coming up tonight. But. Uh, uh, first of all, let's go back, Rick, and, and talk about uh, recruiting. In your opinion, the the run that the Bears had uh, in in the championship, how did or did it affect this class and classes to come? Well, you know what? I really think it's going to affect classes to come more than this one. With the cycle as it is now, and I, I think at some point, personally, I. I think they're going to change that with all these coaching issues and coaching changes. It really puts some of these teams, in fact, this year it put a lot of teams in a really difficult situation with the early signing. But I think most of our recruiting was done. There were three or four spots in there that were open. Of course, uh, had the big hit on the receiver at the end, and uh, that was a big one. But I think generally this year for the Bears, most of it was done. But I think you already see they have a 2023 quarterback, and I think these future classes are going to really be affected by that championship. And even if there's not another one in the next year or two, I still think it affects it because you're going to be winning. Uh, you're going to be playing in bowl games. You're going to have a championship under your belt. Uh, you're going to be building a new football facility. And I think all that combined is really going to be something that is positive for recruiting the next couple of years. And then, remember, guys, we're fighting this NIL stuff, and I think at some point there's got to be a change there, too. Uh, this is a mess. It's it's almost like it's, it's a bidding war, isn't it? Well, it is. It's not like it is. It is. And I think uh, I can promise you A&M, number one class in the country, uh, those guys didn't come for free. There's <laughs> there's some things in there, and but it's I mean it's legal, and if you can do it, why not? So yeah. that's why I think there has to be some adjustment to that. In fact, uh, uh, one coach said, uh, you know, it's this has been going on for a long time, and it's finally legal. 
I mean, so uh, they they're talking about how this is uh, how this is affecting college football. I, I do want to ask you before we get into any specifics about uh, the Sugar Bowl. We mentioned just how important winning the championship was. Uh, when you're and again the playoff, it, Baylor's not involved in in the uh, in the playoff. So the significance of not only playing in the Sugar Bowl but winning the Sugar Bowl. What what is the significance there, Rick? In your opinion? Well, I, at this point and the way this season's gone and the upward trend of this program under Dave Aranda, I think it's really important. I think the last time that the Bears were there, I think it was one of these situations where, my gosh, we came from 1-11. and We're just thrilled to be there. Well, we were there two years ago now and lost that game to Georgia, 26-14. I think this is a completely different mindset. I think these guys, just like the Big 12 championship, think they're going to win this football game. I think they're going to win it. I think Ole Miss is dang good. But I just think these guys have what it takes to uh, win this game. And I promise you, they're not satisfied with just the invitation to go to the Sugar Bowl. They want to win the game. And I think they will. And I think that's huge. Twelve wins for the first time in Baylor history. There's a lot to play for over there. Ricky, you kind of touched on you know, the the recruiting, the name, image, and likeness, but you also have to put in there the the transfer portal as to whether or not that A&M number one class will remain a number one class, considering the transfer portal and what we saw Quinn Ewers do to Ohio State. He goes up there, takes the name, image, and likeness money, stays a year, plays in one game, and now he transfers to University of Texas. I, it, quote, Greg, I think baby is coming. Please call me. <laughs> to which I replied, are you being serious? Uh, <laughs> she was being very serious. And so I got pulled from the air uh, in the middle of the show and, and had to go grab my wife, take her to the hospital. A couple hours later, Max was born. Uh, everyone's doing fine. And, uh, and now it's a fun story uh, where uh, now I have to say, hey, man. I was, I was worried that if Bally was going to dock my pay uh, <laughs> the whole show, I was going to take that out of that kid's college fund. Hey, hey, hey listen. Hey, that's coming on his end. Hey, the other night, Craig Craig and I were talking, and he was he was telling me that story. And he, he added a couple of different little little ingredients about, uh, well, should I leave? Well, of course you should leave. <laughs> yeah, well, and look, the, the great thing was I was there with Craig Way and I was there with Rick Renner, both of whom are fathers. Right. And so they were able to do the thinking for me. I was, I was incapable of thinking at the moment. I was like, uh, I mean, Homer Matlock from Westbrook is about to come on the line. I would like to ask him about his Wildcats. Uh, but no, instead I, I had to scramble and, uh, and get to the hospital. Well, uh, congratulations. Uh, a, a week ago, uh, we, we, lost, uh, we lost Dave Campbell. And today is uh, is the service for Dave, and I, I just keep thinking this is exactly how Dave would want it on on a football Friday. Yeah, it, it really is kind of poetic um, in that way. You know, he passed away on a Friday night, which is uh, kind of the night that he helped uh, to build into what it is today in the state of Texas. You know, that's one of the things that that um, historically, you know, Friday Night Lights is kind of a, a mythos here in the state of Texas, mm. and it really wouldn't be that way without Dave Campbell, at least not as big as it is right now. He was uh, such a visionary and such a pioneer as far as covering football in the state of Texas, not just 
at the at the college level with the Southwest Conference and later, you know, all the other school, schools in the state of Texas, but but also at the high school level. You know, he helped to really build that thing uh, into into something special. And, um, and and yeah, he's he was a special guy. I know anybody who who met him. Uh, he one thing about Dave, he was completely egoless. Absolutely. He somehow a, a man who did so much and has his name on like maybe like one of the most popular magazines in the state. He had every reason to have an ego, and yet he was completely humble in every single way. It was it was such a he was such a remarkable man, and 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 now you know our job at Dave Campbell's Texas Football remains the same, which is to carry his legacy and to keep that fire burning and to live up to the standards he set for us. We have the easy job; all we have to do is follow the blueprint set by Dave, and and do right by him. I've said I've said before. I don't actually care if anybody else likes the magazine as long as a 96-year-old man in Waco likes the magazine. That's not <laughs> going to change. We're just going to make sure that Dave will be proud of our magazine. And, and I'm, 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 I'm crushed that I can't be at the service today, but I also know that he would very politely yell at me if I were to skip the state championship games to, to attend his funeral. So, um, so it, he's, he was a special guy, and, and, and the world is, is worse off without him. Uh, all right, uh, and l- let's talk about the on the field. Uh, you were in the booth the other night. Uh, what was your, your what was your first impressions of being in the booth? Yeah, so Bally Sports Southwest made the uh, let's say questionable programming decision to allow me to do color commentary on the Shiner versus Holly game, two A Division One state championship uh, on Wednesday night, and and of course I got to work with the great Craig Way, which is it's such a dream, and and you want to talk about the the, the the perfect guy to help tee you up. He's so. He's unbelievable, guys. And if, if, if you're somebody who's never done any broadcasting, let me tell you, you're only as good as your partner. And, and to, to have my first experience to be with him was, was unbelievable. Um, and, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, got to, I felt like I settled in. I felt like uh, things got a little bit more fun. I got to use the Telestrator, oh, whoa. which was a genuine thrill. I, was, uh, I think I'm going to ask my wife for a Telestrator for Christmas. <laughs> like, it, was, it was awesome. I, was, I, I don't know. And, and the game was fun. Shiner pulls away for a state championship uh, for, for the, the victory. And, uh, and, and, and just really a really fun way to, to kick off uh, the state championships for me to, to try that. Um, you know, it, it sounds like it went okay. I give a lot of that credit to Craig, who held my hand through it. But it was, it was just, it was a lot of fun to, to get up there and experience that kind of uh, broadcasting. We're, we're about halfway through uh, uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Now we got uh, the Friday and Saturday games. Uh, any, any thoughts on the first two days? Anything surprising? Anything a little out of the ordinary? In, in your opinion? Uh, I think what what we're finding out is that these are that every team that's gotten here has earned their way here in a, in a different way, uh, and they're all kind of. Whenever you get to the state championship game, it really tests exactly what you're all about. Uh, you know, I think that one thing that we you take a look at the team like Fall City, who fell in the two A Division two state championship game last week or yes yesterday to kick off the week or kick off Thursday rather. This was a team that I think had thrown the ball like 80 times all year. They run the flex bone offense. They never throw. Suddenly, they were an air raid team. They were dropping back and throwing. They had to have that kind of that kind of uh, uh, ability to throw the ball against really good teams. Uh, this is, uh, I think, such a showcase of great coaching that you've seen out here in the state championship games and different styles of offenses. You know, we've had we've had the the flex bone team. We've had the split back veer with Shiner winning a state championship. Uh, Lorena uh, brings home their first state championship uh, since 1987 for legendary coach Ray. Piles, uh, running kind of that that spread, and then last night, uh, Franklin runs for 528 wow. yards in the slot T. They become the first team since 2007 uh, to win a state championship game 
throwing for zero yards. Uh, and, and they did it in, in different fashions. That's what makes this so fun of an event is it's such a, it's such a buffet uh, that if you like spread offenses, we're going to have spread offense. If you like running game, we're going to have running. If you like great defense, we're going to have great defense. It's what makes the state championship games uh, such a, a unique event, and it's been, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Very impressed with the crowds that showed up, 13,300 and some odd for the Lorena game yesterday and i can imagine it's just going to get continue to get bigger i mean yeah there was a great crowd for the dodge bowl last year but i can just imagine it even getting bigger this year oh i i think without question you know especially because the uh, the, the crowd restrictions uh, have been lifted and, and and people are able to come out uh and uh and, and enjoy the games but you're right you know that that brock Lorena crowd for the three division one state championship game was really impressive we were doing the the between game shows on uh, on Valley Sports Southwest, and and we got done with it. And I turned around and I just go, "Whoa, where'd all you people come from?" <laughs> uh, it was it was really impressive to see that leap. And and I'll tell you, those Lorena fans, they were there and they were not there to sit on their hands. No, they were loud and they were uh, they affected that game. I think in a really big way. I think they helped carry Lorena to that state championship game. And you're right, the crowds are only going to swell from here. Uh, I really think. Saturday morning with South Oak Cliff, a local team, the first Dallas ISD team since yeah. 2004 to make a state championship game. I, and with Duncanville coming after that, we are going to have a chance to, I don't think we're breaking the records. The records in the, I want to say it's in 53,000 range. I don't think we're breaking the record, but it would not surprise me if we had more than 50,000 people out here for a state championship game this week. It is the crowds are swelling. The excitement is here and it's, it's just good to be back in full force here. And that is cool when you have, uh, when you have, uh, and I asked Craig about this yesterday and I'll ask you, uh, the significance of a couple of inner city schools making it to up uh, to the state championship game in in, in LBJ and and uh, in in Sock. It's spectacular, uh, you know, to have these two teams there, South Oak Cliff and, and Austin LBJ. Austin LBJ is the first Austin ISD team since 1973 to make it to a title game, and what a job Jamal Fenner has done there, and then Jason Todd there at South Oak Cliff. And I'll, I'll tell you, I was with uh, on the sideline yesterday. I was with uh, uh, I talked with Alito coach Tim Buchanan. Of course, South Oak Cliff was the team that beat Alito, the other mm-hmm. ten-time state champion, uh, and he told me he was like. What Jason Todd is doing there at South Oak Cliff is one of the best coaching jobs he's ever seen. I mean, he says it's so impressive what they've been able to do. And, and I think we get people saying, you know, well, you know, what, what, what's the deal? Why, 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 do you, why are we rooting for these inner city scenes? And it's, it's not that we're rooting for them, but it's such a remarkable story because of all the things they have to overcome. They have to deal with a lot of things that a lot of other schools don't have to do. They have to deal with fewer coaches. They have to go and teach classes, which a lot of coaches don't have to do. Uh, they have to deal with, with kids who, who some kids may not know where their next meal is coming from. You know, I mean, they have to deal with a lot of different things. And so for these coaches, for Jason Todd and Jamal Fenner and his staff and their staffs to get these guys to the state championship stage, it is genuinely remarkable. And, and to do that, uh, it's been a minute since we had, we, we've had these teams like this in, in a title game. It's great to have them here. And I think it gives so much hope to a lot of other teams in similar situations across the state. Especially when you talk about a matchup like Alito versus South Oak Cliff. We're talking about difference in athletic budgets. Oh, oh, you're, I mean, you're talking, and, and not just a little difference in athletic <laughs> budgets. I mean, you're talking massive difference in athletic budgets, and that is what's so impressive. You know, look, money doesn't buy state championships. That's not, that's not the case. No. But it, it certainly helps to keep, uh, you know, the, the little things that you can have, facilities and, and, and uniforms and, and, and training and, and, and travel and, and those types of things, they make a difference. And, 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 and plain and simple, 
these inner city schools have to do the same with less. And, and for these two teams to be here, I think is really a, a hopeful note for a lot of inner city schools across the state who have kind of been cast aside by, by the suburban schools who have dominated Texas high school football. It's a great story for LBJ and, and South Oak Cliff. They're going to see if they can finish them off finish off these uh, these remarkable seasons with state championships. Visiting with Greg Tepper from uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and Bally Sports Southwest. Uh, Greg, you mentioned Lorena. Uh, and the, the other game we are here in, in the greater Waco area are keenly interested in is the China Spring-Gilmer game. Kind of break that one down for us. Yeah, fascinating game between China Spring and Gilmer coming up here uh, this afternoon at 3 o'clock. And, and a lot of the focus is going to be on the quarterbacks here. Um, the two outstanding quarterbacks, two quarterbacks who are up for the Mr. Texas Football Player of the Year award. On the one side for Gilmer, you've got Brandon Tennyson. Brandon Tennyson is a true pocket passer, a guy who can drop back the UTSA commit. Is, is razor sharp. He has been spectacular this year. He helped guide Gilmer to a state championship game last year, looking to finish the job this year uh, up against uh, a major Bowden, the quarterback for China Spring, who is uh, who who is a good he good thrower. I want to be clear, he's a good passer, but he makes his hay on the ground. He is yeah. one of the most dynamic running quarterbacks in the state. A lot of focus is going to be there. For me, this game comes down to the China Spring defense, which has been so good and really been a calling card for Brian Bell's Cougars. What do they do going up against the most dynamic offense they have faced this year? Uh, maybe, you know, um, uh, maybe the, the, the Lorena is probably the, the closest avatar to something that to the offense that they're going to see. And this is a Lorena team that really pushed them. And that was a 3-8 team, you know. Right. So this is a big challenge for this China Spring def- uh, defense. Uh, I think we're in for a whale of a ball game, and uh, and for China Spring, look, they they've got the scalp, they've got the the, the Carthage scalp, uh, that is really carrying them. There's been no letdown since then. Can they finish off a state championship? Uh, we're gonna find out. I think it's gonna be a whale of a ball game. Dave Campbell's managing editor, uh, Greg Tepper. Greg, thank you so much, uh, and thank you for everything you've done. Uh, all year with us, uh, man. Uh, the information's been outstanding. The uh, and it's just uh, it's been tremendous that you've been able to join us, and we we sincerely do thank you for uh, for everything. Hey, I, I'm I'm happy to help. Any opportunity to come on and talk Central Texas high school football, I, I leap at. So uh, uh, the pleasure is all mine. Hey, Merry Christmas. Uh, you too, guys. All right, thanks. That is uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's uh, Texas Football Magazine, the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. He is a walking encyclopedia. He's uh, a mini me of of Craig, of Craig Way. <laughs> amazing with the, with that information. So good stuff, uh, and uh, in 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 a entertaining fashion oh, as absolutely. well. So. Yeah, and and that's what I've always liked about Craig, who I call the the hardest working man in radio. I've called him that for forty years now. I mean, the, the guy, as you said, a walking encyclopedia and gives it out in such an entertaining fashion. All right. It is uh, 8.15, 15 minutes, or 8.18, rather. I beg your pardon. Let's talk a second here about our good friends over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Uh, the Emery's, they've been doing this since 1943. You realize it's four generations of Emory's taking care of Central Texas. That is unbelievable. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has built their reputation one customer at a time, and they've got a really simple objective objective and that's to make sure that their customers leave satisfied with their with their experience they offer the best in customer uh, custom metal buildings residential metal roofings they've got hay and equipment barns they also do garage and carport covers angle iron uh they've got uh, structural pipe they also have american-made grade 60 rebar uh three-eighth inch to three-quarter inch what i'm getting at is they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs and and uh if you're in the in the 
market to build a, a barnuminium or a, or a metal building, which is, you know, that's kind of the hot thing right now, and you don't know how to get started, you don't know where to, to get that contractor, uh, well, contact the folks at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They, they deal with these guys every day, and they can lead you in the right direction. They're open, uh, they're open Monday through Friday from 7.30 until 5, and Saturdays from 8 until noon. They've got a location down in Bryan and also right here in Waco at 9.13 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane, and of course you can check them out 24-7 at PioneerBoys.com. That's Pioneer Steel and Pipe. All right, uh, 819, let's go ahead and get a Cowboy update, and here's Christy Scales. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak Prescott has heard fans and media say that he's in a slump. He'll tell you what he thinks about that after this. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. That's Dallas cowboys.com slash united what does it mean to be a part of cowboys nation at reliant it means powering the home of the dallas cowboys and homes of cowboys fans across texas and helping out when needed most as an electricity provider it's our commitment to every customer and their family and it's as strong as our texas roots it's our promise today and for generations to come reliant proud to be the official energy provider of the dallas cowboys PUCT number 10007. The 9 and 4 Cowboys hit the road this weekend to take on the 4 and 9 Giants, a team they steamrolled in week 5. Back then, quarterback Dak Prescott was putting up huge numbers, but the offense is now struggling and fans and media have said Dak is in a slump. What does he think about that and does it motivate him? Um I, I think I'd be lying if I said I haven't heard it. Um but yeah, in a sense it does. Um but I do realize I'm not playing my best ball, I haven't been playing it. Um have made some decisions I guess you can say but I wouldn't say it's um, slump material but I'm definitely not up to my standard expectations and when you play at a high level that's what you create so uh, I'm glad uh, people have the same expectations for my for, the, for my game as I do for myself so that's fine. Cowboys Giants kick off Sunday is noon central with the boys at the star I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Another mild day today with mostly cloudy skies. We do have a 20% chance of a passing shower and 79 degrees to high. Tonight, as a cold front approaches, rain and a few isolated thunderstorms likely overnight as we drop to 58. And tomorrow, rain and a few thunderstorms in the morning, then slow clearing and temperatures falling into the upper 40s by 5 p.m. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any change in the weather. Scott Brew and the Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Saturday on the road at Oregon. 8.30 Central Time for the countdown to tip-off. 9 p.m. tip-off Saturday for the Bears and the Ducks. Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John. Right here on ESPN Central Texas.
Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 80. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. Eight twenty four. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, we promised you Ray Biles, the uh, victorious head coach of the Lorena Leopards, and we deliver. Coach, first of all, good morning. Thank you for your time, and more importantly, congratulations. No, thanks, Tom. We appreciate it very much. Talk a little bit about uh, the, the the game itself. Uh, did the fast start that your football team was able to get off to did did that set or change the tone? of the football game and how the game was played the rest of the way? Uh, no doubt. I mean, I think they were shocked that they got hit in the face in a hurry. And, uh, you know, I think it's always good when you can jump off to a good start. You've got to maintain that momentum that you got. And I think, you know, for most of the night we did that. Uh, we, we got off to a good start, held them defensively on several stops. Even when we had a turnover, we, we got a stop. They got the ball back. And then, uh, again, I thought we excelled at that in uh, areas of the kicking game and, and kind of kept them pinned a few times and were able to keep the, the field position that we needed. And then just uh, awesome effort by a lot of kids that made it happen. I, I know that uh, one of the things that you emphasized all week was that, you know, hey, look, it's a 100-yard football field. It's 53 yards wide. It, it's playing football. It's, you know, it's 48 minutes and all of that. Uh, and, and your team responded beautifully. And I know it's less than 24 hours, but have you had a chance to kind of just sit back and, and spend a minute by yourself and reflect on, on what you, your community and, and what your football team was able to accomplish? I'm sure I will. No, not, not right now. Actually, I'm up in the office. Uh, somebody's got to do the laundry right now. <laughs> so so I've, I've got a bunch of red jerseys going in the wash right now. So uh, anyway, that, that's why I'm doing. I mean, I'll have time for all that, Tom. You know, right now, uh, I've just, I mean, the outpour from uh, past players, past coaches, uh, people in the community, people that we have played against through the years, just uh, unbelievable support that we've had from people outside the 76655 zip code. Uh, people have embraced what we're doing and, and gotten behind our team and 
you know, been positive for us. I understand there were about 14,000 people in the stands last night or yesterday afternoon for that ball game. So, uh, you know, uh, it, it's not just about, you know, one or two people. It's about a whole group of people that, uh, you know, really willed something to happen. And then, uh, you know, just to watch those kids make it happen on the field. Right. It was awesome. Right. Even a 10 game season is a grind for any coaching staff. But when you go through 16 game season, you also have to play at, at the Jerry World. A lot of the stuff that has to be handled for passes and things like that, especially at the 3A level, the, the athletic director, which is you, you have to handle all that. This has to have been a, a – I know it's a labor of love, but good golly, it's got to be a grind. It is, but, you know, I can, I can say uh, kudos to my principal, Kevin Johnson. KJ did a tremendous job of organizing a lot of that for me, knowing that I didn't really have time to do that. Uh, I, I'm, like you said, I'm the AD, the football coach, and the athletic secretary all in one bundle. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, just to have the uh, – you know, Kevin uh, did a tremendous job of taking a lot of that off my plate so I could focus on some things I needed to focus on. And, you know, I'm indebted to him and grateful to him for that. Talk. Heck, you, heck, you ought to hire him. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tried that. Tried that already. Yeah. <laughs> Talk heck, a little. Over Conley, we couldn't beat him. I finally got him over here in the arena. There you go. Uh, Red Hanson and the effort that he put out, especially in, in place of Reed Mekna, who pretty much carried the ball for you this year. But but uh, Red Hanson kind of dedicated that day, that game to Reed and the fact that he couldn't play in the game. Yeah, I mean, Red's a warrior. Uh, he he knew. I mean, you could you could see it, you could sense it. But I mean, he knew when it got close to game time, and and Reed wasn't going to be able to go uh, due to that ankle injury. Uh, you know, he we had a wildcat package that he was going to take direct snaps. We had some other things that he was going to do, but then he was going to be the running back. Uh, you know, and we just told him we're going to ride your brother as, as long as you can go. And he said, let's go do this. So I mean, he accepted that responsibility and, and that that. Uh, job yesterday and uh, did you know 200 yards rushing for three touchdowns in a state championship game and what more can you say and he also improvised on one play where he pitched he pitched the ball for a touchdown <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you i even got texts from past coaches that said that was not a real drawn-up play <laughs> <laughs> No, you're you're right. We don't have a 37 option in the books. So, uh, that one, they, they kind of ad lib to it. But uh, I'm grateful that you know. I said, what, "What made you do that?" He said, "Well, he was oh, there was no one there." And I said, "Okay, good enough for me." So, anyway, yeah, he, he, he flipped the ball, and we got it in the end zone. And you know, it was. Uh, but uh, that's kind of key. I mean, you know, he never phased. He never blinked about it. I was over there having a corner. But he, <laughs> Hey, you um, you scout, you break down film, you, you go through all that stuff, and and I and I know you guys did that getting ready for Brock. Did did they do anything that you weren't anticipating, you weren't expecting? Uh, no, not really. They played it, you know, pretty close to the script. Uh, you know, the great thing about it when you play people that you never play, like we've never played Brock before. Uh, our kids aren't intimidated by that. You know, I know a lot of people up in that part of the woods and, and kids and teams, you know, it's, oh, we got to play Brock. Oh, Brock. Oh, you know, our guys, it's all, and I'm not being negative or derogatory toward them, but it's like, okay, Brock who? I mean, you know, they just didn't realize, oh, the magnitude of these guys are pretty good. You know, they've been pretty good for a long time. But, uh, you know, we stressed all week, hey, it's a it's a one-game deal. You don't have to beat them two out of three or best of seven series or anything. It's one night, one time, go do your job. And, uh, you know, they accepted it, and it didn't really matter who we were really playing. I'm, I'm grateful it wasn't Alabama or somebody like that. But I'm just saying, you know, they were not intimidated by that step, nor were they intimidated by the, the big scene. And the, the moment wasn't too big for them. They were big enough for the moment. So, 
uh, kudos to our kids, you know, and I love them all. And they did a great job. It was uh, a, a one-time deal, as you pointed out, but it was also a milestone victory for you at 200. And I know you're not going to say anything about it, but we will. Uh, congratulations. Well-deserved. Well, thanks. I mean, I think the thing that will stick out to me about that is that, you know, all 200 of them came here at Lorena. Uh, I didn't go from one school to another to another to, to accumulate all that. I've been blessed to have great folks and great kids here. And, uh, you know, a lot of coaches that have coached for me in the past 30 years that have come and gone. Some have their own programs now and some are retired and some are, but it, you know, there's so many people and so many kids uh, through the years that I could, you know, hug their necks right now for all that they've done for Lorena football. And, and that's what our kids understood. And we weren't just winning this one for them. They were winning it for a whole lot of people that were close, but never got there. And uh, so, uh, you know, just, just a good time, a great time out here in Lorena right now. Hey, let's get that off season started. Get ready for next year. Well, you know, we're going to take a week or two off. <laughs> <laughs> our coaches aren't quite. Our coaches aren't quite. We laughed about that last night. We were going to have a closing meeting, and I said, "Look, man, y'all go. We'll worry about. We'll worry about the rest of it in January when we get back. So, uh, anyway, we'll get, give, them, give them a little bit of time down. Get the jerseys in the dryer, and uh, we'll go fishing sometime during the off season. Sounds fun. Hey. I'm in. Coach, again, thanks uh, for being with us. And, again, congratulations. We couldn't be happier for you guys. Well, thanks, guys. And uh, and go uh, chat to spring, uh, right? Oh, oh, absolutely. Brian, I mean, I've already shot him a note this morning. He was congratulated us last night and shot him a note. You know, told him, hey, bring the second one home to McLennan County. Go do it. So, there you go. Uh, believe, believe me, they got the dudes to do it, too. China's, China's got a great ball club, well coached, and uh, we wish him the best today. Coach, thanks. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Ray. We'll see you. you. All right, uh, 831 here, or 832 rather, here on ESPN Central Texas. We uh, will uh, step aside. When we come back, we'll talk some Cowboy football with Kyle Yeomans. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They say that Nick Saban sent a plane back to East Lansing to uh, when he got the job at, I guess it would have been LSU, and to, to get all his assistants, and none of them got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> And Brian Kelly had a similar situation. None of the Notre Dame people really wanted to go with Brian. I don't know what that tells you. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs a foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at The Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls.
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. If you have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. All right, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time. Tom and Lark Ward White is in. Canton, Ohio, and uh, getting ready for the uh, UMHB Crusaders and their national championship game coming up tonight, 6 o'clock kickoff, 5.30 broadcast on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Right now, we talk some more Cowboys and Giants, and we welcome in from the Dallas Cowboys, Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, good morning and Merry Christmas. How are you, my friend? Did I lose Kyle? Huh. Again. Hello, Kyle. Voice to Ike. Huh. Well, we'll see what we can do about getting him back online here. In the meantime, let's uh, see what's going on at the Stag Bowl. That's where Ward is uh, resting his pipes right now because he's got to do the play-by-play on Fox Sports Central Texas for us tonight. Uh, that stadium is a stadium. It's uh, right there with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's where they play the the Pro Football Hall of Fame game every year. So those D3 players getting a chance to play at the same place some NFL players play, something that uh, D3 players don't normally get the opportunity to do. The stadium will hold 23,000. And from what I read, they've already sold out the club-level seatings. And uh, right now a total of uh, 1,500 tickets have been sold to the game. Gets underway at uh, 6 o'clock tonight. And the pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas beginning at 5.30. And I think now we have Kyle online to talk Cowboys. Kyle, are you there? I am here. I'm not exactly sure what happened. I just heard some, like, loud beeping, and then all of a sudden it hung up. So glad to be on with you guys again every week. That's Ward doing that loud beeping from uh, Canton, Ohio. So. Ah, uh, he's got some bowl game, some yeah. dag, something that's going on. I, I feel like there's a really good football team down at Belton getting ready to play at some point soon, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I know, hey, folks who, who may not know you, uh, you are from the greater Waco area, and this is kind of a sure. cool thing. Lorena wins the state championship yesterday. China Spring plays for one today. Uh, UMHB plays for a, a Stag Bowl national championship tonight. So some cool stuff going on here in River City. 
absolutely. I think it's awesome to, to see both levels, both the college football level with, like you said, UMHB playing for a Stag Bowl championship. And then, of course, the Big 12 champs, Baylor Bears, are in town. And then you've got those high school levels that, I mean, China Spring and Lorena have had great programs for so many years, but they're not your normal powerhouse winning state championship sort of programs. And, I mean, the fact that Lorena got the job yet done yesterday against the Brock Eagle squad, that is just phenomenal here from up in the, the Fort Worth area. And then China Spring, is it's actually my mom's alma mater. So I've always got a special place. A, or, or China Spring's got a special place in my heart as well. So I'll be cheering on the Cougars tonight. All right. Let, let's talk NFL football, Cowboys and the Giants. First of all, I, I, just your opinion. Uh, are we making too much of the inability of the offense to move the ball on a consistent basis, particularly when you go back and look at what this offense was looked like back in September and what it looks like in December? Well, I think that's actually why we're making so much of the offense and what the offense is looking like, because if you wanted to really see what it would, what this offense could do, you saw it in the first seven weeks of the season. But the, the fact of the matter is, is this isn't just a one game, oh, they were off sort of deal. This has been the case for the last six weeks, an inability to run the football, a lack of efficiency in the passing game, and both of those things happened earlier in the year. So you know it's possible. You know there's a ceiling there, and that ceiling has been reached without Tyron Smith at the left tackle spot. So even with his uh, injury and his inability to, to be on the field this week, you still feel like your offense should produce, especially going up against a team like the New York Giants uh, coming up on Sunday. So this is going to be a big test, I think, for Dak Prescott to try and get his legs underneath him. You've got a month to fix it. But that's, that's what I'm looking at in terms of the offense. You've seen the ceiling. You're seeing a defense peak right now and win you football games. Now you have to put both of those together if you're going to have any kind of success going into the playoffs because right now the NFC East is not the goal. The goal is to make a deep playoff run, and if you're going to do that, you need both of those things firing on all cylinders. All right, uh, Kyle, the Cowboys, they made the announcement early in the week that, that Tyron Smith would not play against the New York Giants on, on Sunday. Uh, how, how severe is this injury or the reoccurrence of this injury? Uh, I think it's severe enough to where he's going to miss some time. I mean, he'll miss a, a game or two. But, again, much like they did with the ankle the first time around, they placed him on the – they have not placed him on the IR list just yet. So, the fact that he's not even on the IR list and he doesn't have to miss those three weeks makes me think that it's a it's a shorter-term deal. And I feel like now the goal is to get him ready for the playoff run, to allow him to be healthy – through the, the divisional round, through the championship round if possible, and then, of course, going into the Super Bowl, should you be lucky enough to get there. You want him available because if you're going up, like I said, against teams that are in the NFC, these very strong defensive fronts, you want your best guys up front, and Tyron Smith has been playing like your best guy. Number two graded pass blocker in all of football when he's healthy. So I think you need him out there at the left tackle spot. You can get by in the final month of the season. You can find a rhythm on offense without him. But if you really think you're going to make a deep playoff run, I think Tyron Smith needs to be healthy, and I think that's the goal of what they're dealing with right now. Cowboys have a three-game lead on everybody in their division. They still have to play the Giants. They still have to play the the Washington football team one more time. Uh, If they get one of those wins in that to where they're 
pretty much assured a spot in the playoffs. How much effort do they put into those final couple of games? I think they put the effort needed in order to find a rhythm, like I said, on offense, because you don't want to take too much time off. And maybe you get a couple guys healthy, like an Ezekiel Elliott or mm-hmm. a Tony Pollard. You may you may be able to u- utilize uh, that time to kind of get those guys healthy. But I don't think you really let your foot off the gas maybe until that final week of the regular season up against the Eagles uh, where if you're locked into seeding, then fine. I mean, take some, take some guys out. Don't go. necessarily risk anything. Use it as a secondary bye week to get guys set for that, that first round of the playoffs. But if you, if you have a shot to improve your seed, that needs to be the, the priority. And I think it is the priority for Mike McCarthy. This is where having a, a coach that has won a Super Bowl is going to help you out in the long run because he knows what it takes to get there. And he knows it's not just the playoff run. It's where you're positioned in the playoffs. Because if you're the four seed, let's say you're the lowest seed out of the divisional champs, then you have a home game. Great for one week and that home game is most likely against the Los Angeles Rams. Right. Right. So that, that doesn't necessarily help you out for a long run. If you're the six or excuse me, if you're the three seed, then you'll play the six seed, which right now would be the San Francisco 49ers. I think you could beat the San Francisco 49ers and there's a possibility. It's a, it's a small one that you get a second home game. So overall, I feel much better about that team. If you are the, one, two, or three seed, and you're having to play Washington or San Francisco as opposed, or have a bye, rather than having the uh, the the opportunity or the the roadblock of playing the Rams in the first round of the playoffs. And, and Kyle, that's the that's the thing right there. I mean, they've still got the Cardinals on the schedule, so I mean. Mm-hmm. Two or one is not. I mean, it. It look. It's it's a hard. It's a hard thing. But at this point, but it's it's not out of the realm of possibility that you could still be the one or two seed. No doubt, and, and I think a lot of Cowboys fans, and I mean even us included in the media, lose track of. Oh, they're actually nine and four. I mean, they're one game out of the of the number one seed in the NFC. They're only one game back of the, the Green Bay Packers and the Arizona Cardinals. Now the Packers own that at the moment just because of their win over Arizona. But uh, that's that's the thing you got to keep in perspective is, yeah, the offense is struggling, but you have a really good opportunity to try and fight for that, that first round bye. Now, Green Bay, like I said, they own it right now. They've got a relatively easy schedule the rest of the way. I think they have Baltimore coming up this week without Lamar Jackson. They've got Detroit on that schedule. Uh, there's there's an opportunity they maybe get snuck up on by a Vikings team uh, at, throughout the, the final four weeks of the season, but it's going to be a tough task to see one or two losses from Green Bay. And so the Cowboys, even if they win out, would have a tough time trying to, to fight for that number one seed. But if you're the two seed, like I said, you play the Washington football team is what the team that's in the seventh seed right now. That's the team that's sitting there, or you would play maybe the Saints if they were to make a run, or the Panthers if they make a run. I mean, nobody's really out of that seventh seed in the NFC because of how bad the back half of the the conference is. But that's that's something to remember: is the Cowboys have a phenomenal NFC in in conference record of seven and one, best in the NFL against their conference. So if they were to get in some tiebreakers, maybe they do have the advantage. 
Kyle, man, uh, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for your time today. As always, talking Cowboys, uh, and, and look forward to the show. And, uh, and thanks for being with us today. And, and, and Merry Christmas, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Merry Christmas. I'll talk to you guys again next week. Absolutely. Hey, appreciate it. Uh, that is Kyle Yeomans uh, from the Dallas Cowboys. As the Cowboys get ready for the New York Giants, that will be on our sister station, by the way, Fox Sports Central Texas, 11 a.m. for the pregame Sunday, 12 noon for the kickoff. Don't forget, coming up tonight, uh, or this afternoon, rather, Matt Mosley is going to be broadcasting live from the Dead Fish Grill down in Belton, 2207 Lake Road. You can check them out at deadfishgrill.com. You can also check them out on Facebook. This is uh, the game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Lark, as we get you ready for a uh, big day coming up at 9, it is Greeny, 3 o'clock John Morrison at 4 o'clock. Of course, it is Matt Mosley. That is the lineup for this uh, football Friday as the China Spring Cougars get ready to take on uh, the Gilmer Buckeyes. Lark is going to be on assignment with us uh, at AT Mm AT&T, and he'll keep us posted uh, throughout the afternoon. So that'll that'll be a lot of fun. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott's going to toss the play wide to Pollard. Only heard here. Broke a tackle, got a block on the edge, sprinting to the 50. Pollard down the left sideline. All season. All the way to the pylon. Touchdown, Pollard. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from MetLife Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the New York Giants Sunday morning at 11 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate, UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com, or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. 
The Lorena Leopards are the Class 3A Division I state football champions. They beat Brock 34-18 for the 200th career win for longtime Lorena head coach Ray Biles. The China Spring Cougars take on Gilmer for the Class 4A Division II state championship at 3 o'clock this afternoon. The 4A Division I title will be decided this morning starting at 11 between Stephenville and Austin LBJ. Tonight at 7, College Station goes up against Katie Pato for the 5A D1 title. Mary Harden-Baylor meets North Central Illinois for the D3 championship tonight in Canton, Ohio. You can hear the game on Fox Sports Central Texas beginning with the pregame show at 530. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Lark, we're glad you're with us. 8.51, we're nine away from uh, from 9 o'clock. And uh, Greeny coming up at 9. But right now, Lark, as we, we – I mean, we've been doing it since 72 or 73. I can't remember. <laughs> it's called the grab bag. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, here we go. Uh, not only is the Stag Bowl tonight, but mm-hmm. there's – the bowl season begins – Oh, yeah. Officially in earnest. Yeah. Where's earnest? It's uh, just east of uh, Elmont. Okay. Uh, Western Kentucky and Appalachian State tonight. That's the Bahamas Bowl? Uh, Hang on. I'm sorry. There's two games today. There's one that starts at 11 o'clock this morning. I think this Bahamas Bowl is 11 o'clock this morning. It is. Uh, Actually, it's 10 Uh, o'clock. There's a game in in Boca Raton. At uh, 10 o'clock. Yeah. There's nine bowl games between today and tomorrow. There were seven bowl games on Saturday. I've got the wrong list. This this list is uh, – this is this is a yeah. different day. Uh, there, there, there are seven bowl games to be played. And the feature game for me on Saturday is the Independence Bowl. That's BYU against uh, UAB. A, a, a coming in Big 12 team. The Baylor played BYU earlier this year. So, the Independence Bowl is kind of the one that has my interest on Saturday. But there's games like crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. there are games like crazy. Yeah. So, uh, you have the list. Can you pull up the list? Because there's, there's a couple of games today. But uh, in the meantime, I, wanna, I wanted to mention this. Uh, as the, the NBA is trying to figure things out, uh, uh, the NBA and the NBA Players Association agreed to elevate testing for two weeks starting December the 26th. Players and staff will be tested on game days except for those who receive their booster shot. 14-plus days earlier, uh, players and staff will be required to wear masks on the benches in the team's workout facilities while traveling with the team, according to a uh, t- according to an NBA memo. So, uh, again, all of a sudden over the last couple of weeks, it seems like it, it, we've had a, a, a spike uh, in, in the COVID situation. Uh, Ohio State, Kentucky, they're not going to play it. COVID. Oh, and in UCLA – and uh, their game is uh, with Alabama State has also been postponed uh, because of the uh, COVID situation. I, I get it, but that's not the point. The point is you're having to continue. We're back to canceling events because of the uh, COVID-19 situation. All right, what do we got football-wise Okay, today? you ask and I'll deliver. Uh, Bahamas Bowl on ESPN, Middle Tennessee versus Toledo. 
5 o'clock this afternoon, the Cure Bowl on the Deuce between Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina. That's today. Now, tomorrow, you start off at 11 o'clock with the Boca Raton Bowl. That's Western Kentucky and Appalachian State. Celebration Bowl is at 11 o'clock. That's on ABC between South Carolina State and Jackson State. The New Mexico Bowl is on ESPN at 115 between UTEP and Fresno State. The Independence Bowl, a 2.30 kickoff on ABC between UAB and BYU. Then the Lending Tree Bowl at 4.45 on ESPN, Eastern Michigan versus Liberty. And this is the one I like, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl (laughs) at 6.30 tonight on ABC between Utah State and Oregon State. And they finish off the night with the New Orleans Bowl. That's Louisiana versus Marshall, 8.15 on ESPN. (laughs) There you go. You got all kinds of bowls to watch, so get your popcorn, sit back and relax, and just 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 be a couch potato on Saturday. You can, yeah. Do any of those get you jazzed up? I'm I'm jazzed up about the Independence Bowl, just because BYU's in it. A uh, a future member mm-hmm. of of the league. Yeah, well, I saw them play earlier this year and thought they were a pretty good ball club. They were, they were, they weren't bad. Uh yeah. So, uh. Again, for me, let's uh, let's let's get a little deeper into this thing uh, before we uh, before we start. I, I tell you, for one, I will tell you this: on Tuesday night, December the twenty first, UTSA mm-hmm. in San Diego State. Yes, there's no uh, Fresno, it, Fresco bowls. Yeah, in Frisco. Yeah, uh, kind of jazzed up about that. Well, there's there's two games in Frisco this year. There's also the Frisco Football Classic on the twenty third. That's North Texas against Miami of Ohio. They had to create that game so they could get North Texas into a bowl because North Texas qualified for a bowl, but there wasn't enough bowls for it, so they created this Frisco football classic. So within three days, you're going to have two bowls at that soccer stadium in Frisco. Why not? Well, sure, why not? Why not? Let's just add one more. There you go. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us here uh, on this um, on this. Uh, Friday, and uh, we appreciate you very much for being with us. Uh, don't forget Ward White and his crew with the broadcast coming up tonight, 5.30, over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Matt Mosley down at uh, down at uh, Deadfish Grill this afternoon with a live broadcast and a watch party for the football game. So a lot of stuff going on. China Spring, good luck to the Cougars. They play at 3 o'clock this afternoon at AT&T Stadium. Many thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Thanks to Ricky Thompson, Greg Tepper, Kyle Yeomans, and Ray Biles for being on the program. We'll do it again Monday morning at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Rue. Most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year, and uh, only us and Gonzaga.